There's no shortage of information when it comes to learning how to swing a golf club properly. But how are you supposed to decipher all the ambiguous information out there? So, in this episode, we're answering the question, How do I find an instructor? Golf is not that hard. Well, it doesn't have to be. That's why we cut through all the highbrow golf BS to give you what you really need to know to enjoy the golfing experience. I'm Doug Smith. And I'm Cheyenne Woods. And together we have over 50 years experience playing the game of golf at every level. Every week we'll break down a new topic in 10 minutes or less, answering some of the most popular questions in golf today. You're welcome. Welcome back to Birdie's oh, Not here. BS. This is no BS. We are here. This is Cheyenne. This is Doug, as always. And we are tackling the topic of how to find an instructor. With so many different avenues out there. I mean, from YouTube to IG, Twitter, Golf Channel, your parents, somebody that just randomly gives you unsolicited information while you're trying to practice around the driving range. No, thank you. Um, <laughs> there are There's no shortage of people who can instruct how should our listeners weed through the bs of real coaches versus imposters and or who they should and shouldn't listen to i think the first thing they should think about is what am i looking for in an instructor i want somebody who is convenient maybe local somebody who i can connect with you know sometimes it's a coach you want to connect with them sometimes on a personal level personal relationship you spend a lot of time with them i know i have also what price do i want to spend that's big it is big you know some people get scammed also because of avenues like golf digest or golf magazine we have an opportunity to go and see who what coaches are a near me what coaches are ranked the best as per the ranking systems of those magazines. You can use those as well. And then price point. I think location, rank, and how much. Also, when you're trying to figure out who you should listen to, use the various social media platforms and YouTubes to see how that person communicates. Figure out if the method is how you understand or need to be taught. I definitely agree with that. And I think as an amateur looking for an instructor, it is a little overwhelming. And it's very easy to get caught up in who's popular versus who is the most credible and who is the best fit for me. It's very easy to, like you said, look in the magazines. Are they purely based off credibility or popularity or the fact that they work with the number one golfer in the world? I mean, is it important that your coach has PGA Tour players? Or is it important that your coach has the availability to give you the attention that you need? And I think that's what the listeners really need to focus on is what's important to them. For me, as an LPGA Tour player, I definitely do want the experience. I want someone who has been in the business for quite some time. I want someone who has the availability to either work with me when I need or is able to travel. But for the average person who's looking for a local instructor, I would say the most important thing they might want to look for is, like you said, a price point, is skill level. You know, if I'm a beginner, do I need a top 50 ranked coach in the world? No. No, I want to learn the basics, and I don't want to spend $150 an hour on that. Or maybe you do, but I don't. If you're a beginner, can you get in with the top 50 coach to begin with? Probably not. It would be pretty tough for you to get on Sean Foley's calendar. No offense to Sean. Sean's a busy guy, but just my, I'm just using his him as an example. It's hard to get time with some of these top coaches. Um, a lot of these coaches that are that are high end or top notch travel the tour week in and week out. So when they do teach amateurs, they only teach them for one or two days a week. Right, exactly. And I think as an amateur too, you're getting into the sport or you've been in it for a while. I see lessons also as a, a social 
it's a social environment to where you have the opportunity or the option to have group lessons, couple lessons. Um, so it's a great chance for you to not only learn the sport of golf, but do it in a fun environment with your friends and loved ones. I think your your talent level or your entry point or what you're trying to get out of the game of golf is also a key element in finding your coach. I mean, do you want to learn the basics in the beginning stuff? Because if that's the case, then I'm sure you can find a local PGA professional or LPGA professional that that has the time, that has the ability and the talent to get you from step A to step B in the golf in a way that's going to get you better down the line. Now you mentioned YouTube, you mentioned Golf Channel, you mentioned Top 50 in the world. What is actually a viable way to... I guess, judge the credibility of someone? Mm -hmm. Do they necessarily need the PGA or LPGA certification? Can I follow somebody random on Instagram and and learn the sport of golf? Or can I watch the golf channel and learn the sport of golf? What is actually important? Well, first of all, I want to address the ranking system. And is it BS or is it a popularity contest or how how it even works? And I think it's a bit of everything. I think there is a bit of popularity. Who's teaching the highest-ranked players in the world? Who's traveling the tour? Who's got the most high-ranked amateurs in your state golf association? I think there are some politics and some um, some BS that go into some of these rankings. But at the end of the day, the cream will always rise to the top. And if a coach is good, regardless of how he or she is ranked, I think their players will speak volumes. There's a lot of great coaches out there that nobody's ever heard of that actually do have tour players, that actually do have players, um, top-ranked amateurs in the world, players that fly in from all over the world to see them. So don't discount a coach, even though he or she may not be top 100, top 50, ranked, Golf Digest this, Golf.com this, Golf Channel that. Also, too, on Instagram, there's a lot of good coaches that also do mobile lessons on, from their phone, have the ability with these apps to look at your golf swing and send you back a comprehensive analysis of how you swing. So based on Instagram and, and all of the points that you just made with technology, how do you know that you're not getting scammed by these people? You know what? I, this is probably the worst answer I can give you, but you're not going to know you're getting scammed until you've gotten scammed. True. You know, um, everybody is going to claim to be a great instructor as they should be. Like, who's the greatest rapper of all time? Everybody's going to tell you if you ask them that they're the best, even though they might suck. So bad coaches are still going to tell you that they're good coaches. I like to look at their bodies of work and their communication styles if they are on an Instagram or an online platform. You'll be able to go here on YouTube and different channels these people have. You'll be able to hear if they're BS. If they're talking over your head on those platforms... Odds are they're going to talk over your head to you during the lesson. Right. And I think that's the great thing with technology. Like you mentioned, you can do your research, do your research, Google, YouTube, Instagram, find somebody that you connect with, somebody that you can better your golf with. Well, as you know, the second half of our show, it's not even a half, it's like a second quarter of our show, is dedicated to Let's Get Technical. It's where we kind of go from Golf 101 to Golf 205. Today, Cheyenne's got our question straight off of Instagram. This question today came straight off of Instagram. We want to know how or what is the best way to determine my putting grip and my putting style we know there are multiple ways to hold the putter we see them all on tv we've seen from the tabletop to conventional to cross-handed in the claw what should people be putting with the hell is tabletop 
That was Michelle Wee was like, Yes, that's oh, Michelle Wee. These... And it worked. She won the U.S. Open that way. She did so... win the U.S. Open with a top table putting stroke. Yes, yes. <laughs> and I think that goes to show, no matter how you hold the club, yeah. whatever works so for the, you. So there's, there's honestly, I like to tell people and let people know that putting is an art. It's really not a science. Now, a lot of people are going to argue with me for that statement. But putting is an art. And like art, it's subject to your opinion. There's no correct way to putt, but I encourage everybody to try every putting style you can. Putt pencil grip, putt left hand low, putt arm lock if you can find a putter near you, putt conventionally, putt with interlock, putt with ten finger, putt standing close to the ball with your feet narrow, putt wide, bent over. I know this is probably not the answer you want to hear, but I challenge you to try multiple grips, see which grip is the most comfortable, and then get your putter custom fit to the most comfortable putting style for you. And I would say as well that the most important aspect of testing these putting grips is consistency. Yes, it's easy. Maybe right away you make two or three putts, but mess with it for a week or two and see if it holds up because your body's going to adjust and bad habits might slip in. Like you mentioned earlier, what is the most important aspect of the actual stroke that this grip is controlling? I think it's face angle. If we can manage our face angle, the ball is going to start wherever the face is pointing. That's about 90% of putting. As long as we can get a grip that is going to help us return the face as square as possible, that's going to give us our best chance to make putts. So go out there, test it out, let us know what you find, and we hope you make lots and lots of putts. Go out there and get birdies. Don't give us BS. So that's it for today's episode of Birdies Not BS. And if you haven't done so, please go online to your listening platform. Give us those five stars when you review us. And as always, visit us at www.birdiesnotbs.com. 